0: All right, psychology nerds, and welcome to Psychology and Stuff, the podcast out of Phoenix Studios at the University of Wisconsin-Green Bay. I'm Ryan Martin, one of the hosts of Psychology and Stuff, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host. She's the chair of the UW-Green Bay Psychology Program, my good friend, Dr. Georgina wilson Dunges. How's it going, G?
1: It is going very, very well. I um, have to give you a shout out. So uh, earlier this week, Uh, you and uh, some of our other fabulous colleagues here at UW-Green Bay launched the Common Cause uh, about truth and misinformation. And it was phenomenal. Two days filled with so much great information. And so I'm giving you a huge shout out. So uh, thank you so much for your hard work on that. And I'm sure uh, that you could drop a link that people could see some of that content. uh, Maybe. Yes right now or later
0: in the episode. Yeah, we will get that done. We'll include something in here. We're still, um, so first of all, thank you. That means a lot. And yes, we, it was a a big lift and special thanks to a whole bunch of people, including our intern, Kelsey, who we'll bring in in just a second. Um, uh, but it was a big lift from a bunch of people to, to get this done. But it was, the, the sessions were really great. Um, this was a really, really, really good conference. I learned a ton uh, from our coworkers across the College of Arts, Humanities, and Social Sciences. So um, and and uh, regular listeners probably remember, you know, we did an episode about, related to this a couple weeks ago. Um, Aaron Weinshank came in to talk about belief perseverance, and um, that was connected to that conference. But um, we're hoping to get a lot of those sessions up online um, so people can check them out after the fact. So the ones we have recorded, we're hoping to, to get posted. So but I'm just anyone uh who gave a session who's listening please know that i was very very impressed just across the board so that was cool and G, including you um i know you did it you came and did an awesome session uh you want to tell people what you did
1: sure we uh we actually used our friend regan grung at oregon state university uh, put together a deck of cards called neuromits and learning fallacies and so we used this deck of cards to uh, have a competition uh, to see if we could if truth or lie kind of kind of game. And my fellow psychology faculty members squeaked out a win by one point over our sport exercise and performance psychology master's students, uh, followed then by non-psych faculty and psych students. And so it was a, a really fun uh, different approach, but I, I actually think we all learned quite a bit cool. about some of the myths that we hold uh,
0: about learning. Oh, that is cool. I really like that a lot. So thank you for doing that, and thanks for your support. And another person I have to thank for this is our intern, Kelsey, who is here with us today in what will be her last episode working with us. Kelsey, how's it going?
2: I mean, Good. <laughs> <laughs> I just I you know this this specific episode and talking about common cause um cuz I obviously was working for Ryan during that as well so I got to see all the things and it was fantastic. Um but this specific episode that we're going to jump into is about the holidays and the holiday season and that sparked so much joy for me and then all of a sudden you bring up the fact that this is my last episode. And <laughs> it's like well, we were doing great. And <laughs> Now I just, I don't know, it breaks my heart. I'm very, very sad. Um, but I'm very excited for you guys to continue and to continue li- uh, listening to everything as a, a fan, a supporter in the future. Um, but yeah, so. We,
0: we should preface things by saying she is choosing to, to abandon us in this <laughs> moment. This is, not, this is not a case of us having fired her. She has decided that she needs to, to focus on some other things going forward. So uh, I want to. I just want to make that clear. Unless you want us to tell people we're firing you, we can do that. Um,
2: you know, I, I feel like both outcomes aren't great. So, like I, neither of them are very favorable for me. Oh, so, okay. um, I okay. guess I'll just take it. You know that I'm a quitter. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's worth noting that internships are intended to end at some point. And so, you know, it it is, this is following the natural progression of such a thing. So um, we will, we'll spend some time at the end uh, getting nostalgic and sad for your departure. But before we get to that, before we get to the part where we say our goodbyes, um, let's talk about today's episode where we decided that we are going to talk holiday movies and kind of what they mean about us. Is that how we are framing this? Yes. Perfect. So yeah, we each picked two. We're gonna go around the horn here a little bit and uh, just talk through each of them, kind of share some thoughts about why we like them, what we like about them, and also what they they say about us as, uh, or, or, or what our appreciation of them says about us as beings. Uh, so, Georgina, you want to kick this off?
1: I sure do. So, um, my absolute uh, favorite, by a long shot, like, uh, favorite Christmas movie, for me, it's Christmas, um, not holiday, but um, for me, uh, my favorite Christmas movie is Charlie, a Charlie Brown Christmas. And I know it's like a, a classic for sure, but... Um, I, I'm a bit older than, than both of you. And so this was actually uh, first started showing on TV when I was a, a small child. Like, so it was definitely part of my childhood and not one that I could watch over and over again. Um, because back in you know, like the uh, early 1970s, it would show one time on the TV and we didn't have a VCR to like record it even like back in that day. So um, everyone, I felt like everyone that I knew would put it on their calendar when the Charlie Brown Christmas special was going to be on TV. And everyone would like plan to watch it as like a common event. And I loved that as in my childhood, Uh, it was always like on some random school night too that where I wasn't allowed to watch tv but I got to to watch tv and I would watch it with my family and uh, so for me it's a very sentimental uh, part of my childhood. Uh, I think that I memorized Linus's speech like unto us today in the city of David, a savior was born. Like, I think I could recite that word for word by the time I was like seven. Uh, And so that was also a part of my religious uh, upbringing Um, as a, a, a child of a very religious family. I always appreciated that it wasn't like totally a religious show, but it like gave a nod to that, like the Christmas pageant kind of thing that I was also involved in, but also like the other side of Christmas, like the singing and the decorating of the Christmas tree and the buying of presents and all of those things. And so for me, it was a half an hour of like pure sentimental joy and joy. So what that says about me is that I am a sentimental sap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I love that movie. It, it is It was not one of the ones I selected, but it is a, a big, big time favorite. And I will also tell you that I have a video of my children doing the like Peanuts dancing when they were little uh, from the, the, the scene from this little dance scene that is one of my favorite, favorite videos. I may actually send that to Kelsey to have her share uh, as well. So no, it's it's a great movie. And I will, so I have two tiny things to add to this. One is that I, so Charles Schultz is from Minnesota where I am from. And so I have a, a, a there's a lot of peanuts connection for me and in, in my youth um, in fact, I, I lived right down the street for a while from where he had had lived for a long time, the apartment he had lived Ooh. in. So yeah, which was really great. Um, it is it is above a bar uh, that I frequented in college. Um, <laughs> so um, but then uh, but then um, the other thing I would say is you know I, there's a lot of these not a lot but there are a bunch of these peanuts films um, and holiday specials and this one is just in my mind vastly superior to the others. I mean, it's just really, really good and really, really sweet and captures a lot of the uh, the important things for me about uh, Christmas. Very good. Kelsey, what about you?
2: Yeah, no, I, so comment on that. I have seen it only a couple of times, which is sad, Um, but I did have um, a Charlie Brown Christmas tree (laughs) growing up. (laughs) I bought one or my sister bought one for a teacher and it ended up back at her house eventually. Um, but that was amazing. And the only other peanut special I remember is, um, the football. I don't know which one that is, but I remember that, like that scene specifically, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's, it's burned in there. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: but- That's a re- recurring theme, uh, in, in the peanuts world is the, the football. And, uh, I should also add it's sort of a metaphor for, uh, my life at times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, you, that you continue to trust someone and they always let you down.
1: Um, <laughs> I I should also like add one small part that um the Snoopy Snoopy as the the dog um and Charlie Brown and Snoopy's relationship uh sort of mirrors my relationship with my furry creature as well. And so I always loved that the only other person that you would see really in Charlie Brown's family life, um, well, I guess his sister, so, no, his sister? Yeah, his, yeah, sister, his sister, Sally. Sally right? His sister, Sally, but, oh, but his dog uh, is like his best friend, and I always love that too. Mm-hmm. So shout out to that too. <laughs> All right, I want to hear Kelsey's first choice.
2: Oh, gosh. So, honestly, both of mine are kind of tied for the same reason. Um, But I'll go ahead and do uh, Nightmare Before Christmas to start. Um, I literally just love this movie because my mom loved this movie. And so, when I was growing up, it was like we'd always watch it, whether it was Halloween time or Christmas or both. Um, It was a very, like, fundamental part of it. Uh, In addition to when I was working for disney i remember watching it with like my roommates and everything like that and they have all of the i mean night for christmas is disney so they had all of the um like i don't want to call it memorabilia because that's weird but you know like all the yeah. stuff yeah all the stuff for the movie and things like that and it was just super cool um but honestly, it's just one of those things where it talks, you know, throughout the movie, it's talking about how he's trying to like make Christmas better. He wants to be part of Christmas. And in the end, you know, he finds out that um, like he can't do it, but he's like in love with Sally and it's a whole nice warm, fuzzy feeling. And I don't know. It just, it's just a fantastic movie. And I love the fact that it's a multiple holiday movie. That's amazing to me. Um, But yeah, ultimately it's really just that sentimental piece, just like you, G like I, because my mom loved it, and my dad loves it too. So, like because it was such a family thing, it just brings back so many warm, fuzzy feelings for me that I like have to watch it <laughs> because it just makes me
1: happy. i I think that it is brilliant that you know, like Tim Burton could bring together something like it's pretty creepy. Like if you look at the graphics, like removed from the story, they're really creepy. But that he was able to draw people in and, and like actually fall in love with these characters and and want them to like fall in love and, and succeed them mm-hmm. and uh, it turns out to be a, a movie much with the Christmas spirit, mm-hmm. but with Halloween graphics. That's amazing to me.
2: Yes, yes. Okay. And I remember as a as a kid, I always you know how he like falls through the Christmas door, but there's like all the other holiday doors. I'm like, can we just go explore those too? Like, can we just take a minute <laughs> yep. and like go fall down those as well? Because I really want to see like Easter just for funsies <laughs> but they never did it, and it, it makes me sad. But I agree, yeah. <laughs> it's just so cool, so so cool. And zero, oh, he's just yep. so cute. Can't. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, that you know two things about that movie one is it it had staying power that i didn't expect like i think i was in high school maybe middle school when that came out and and i saw it and i loved it and i thought that uh, there's a lot of hoopla about the claymation about in advance of it and how impressive it was and and i remember thinking that was really cool um and also just but also sort of being surprised now in retrospect i mean that was what 30 years ago almost 25 years ago realizing like this is still a, a mainstay I and mean, you especially actually at Halloween you walk into Halloween stores that's a really popular costume there's a lot of decor and like you said memorabilia around it the other thing about that movie though is that the musical numbers are really good I mean really really good there's a lot of of great musical sequences and, it, and actually some that I some that I associate with Halloween and some that I associate with Christmas and so you know, my our Halloween, our family Halloween playlist is made up of a lot of songs from that movie. But then What's This ends up being a, uh, a on our Christmas playlist because it's a great Christmas song or sort of. Yeah. So very good stuff. All right. Is it my turn or anyone else? It's your one? turn.
1: You go, Ryan. Okay.
0: So uh, my two films, uh, there are there's a theme here um, around the two that I picked. But uh, we're going to start with the first one, which is. Um, a Christmas story. So um, one, I love this movie for nostalgia reasons. Um, one, it is, so this movie is played, or at least historically has been played on TBS just over and over and over again all day on Christmas. So when I think about Christmas, it's it's hard not to, like literally Christmas day, it's hard not to think about this movie because it's just always, always sort of on in the background. But it really speaks to something that I love about Christmas which is um, uh, we, having plans, having big plans, um, wanting things to go a certain way, having things not go that way and, and running into problem after problem after problem, but still developing amazing memories, um, family memories, despite all that. And you know, the thing I love about this movie is, um, and, and this is so, i'm not going to spoil my second pick other than to say that this movie a christmas story is about that experience for children my next movie is that experience for adults and which is to say that like this movie is to me all about sort of the joy and the wonder of of christmas and all the excitement not just christmas day but the month leading up to it and then but also included in that the disappointment of not getting what you want the um the 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 things that go wrong along the way um the complicated relationship kids have with their parents during that time of like i want this thing or my parents are stressed out or you know all of this other stuff and so i will also add that i I don't think there's a more quotable movie for me when it comes to Christmas. That I, we, we drop quotes from this movie every time we, you know, all holiday season. It's things like, you know, you'll shoot your eye, you'll shoot your eye out. It's, it's um, the the stuff like that. So, lots of good things.
1: So I'm I'm embarrassed to say it. I have never seen this movie. Um, <laughs> And, but because I think that my parents must have watched it and seen like it's sort of like a dysfunctional family thing, and I can imagine my parents like saying, "Never show this to our kids."
0: <laughs> yeah, i I would say it. I mean, it's funny because there is something dysfunctional about this family. That is for sure but it's also a family that clearly loves each other, right? I mean, it's not like, this isn't the same kind of dysfunctional family that you might see someplace else. This is a a family that just like can't seem to get it right. You know, that just like sort of, like like doesn't communicate super well, screws up, but it's not like, it's not a family that dislikes each other, right? <laughs> and so there's something really sweet about that in in this movie as well. Kelsey, have you seen A Christmas Story?
2: I have, and honestly it was, you kind of stole it from me. <laughs> so, I, no, I really, I like that movie a lot too. Um, and that's actually like my dad's favorite movie. So again, it's it full circle. Like my parents had a huge impact on me, I guess, which I'm totally fine with. Um, but yes, I know every year he literally has a shirt that says nice. I'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. Every year for Christmas, that's the shirt. And I just, it's great. I love it. The i will i will say though that i think my next movie definitely is in the running for the best quotes so that's uh, all i'm going to say okay i know this time okay. your favorite but <laughs> i'm just saying sorry spoiler alert yep but
0: yeah i will yeah there are, i think one of the things final thing i'll say about this before we, we jump to Jordinas is that i think that one of the things i like about a christmas story is and it's similar to the next movie is that really what it is It is a movie with a bunch of set pieces that are funny, kind of outrageous things happening moving on towards Christmas. And that is how I think about Christmas. Right. I think about Christmas as not just a day, but a bunch of like sort of singular events, sort of set life set pieces of like the gift buying and going to see a themed play and watching holiday movies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that, that lead up to this this great day. And both, both of the movies I've selected are, are essentially that. Georgina.
1: All right. So I, I am clearly like the sappy, sentimental one, not the movie quoting one. And I think that says something about my personality because I am not a movie quoter. I, I just, I never have been. So I think it's kind of funny, but, uh, I chose It's a Wonderful Life and I chose it because it is one of many, Scrooge themed, um, like movies are related to like being able to look back and reflect on your life and the decisions you've made and the mistakes that you've made and um, look at the holiday season as a chance to change that for the better, for the for good. Um, and I think, um, That's why I I like this movie of all of those themed movies, but I also am a sucker for a good like Disney version of Scrooge or Scrooge or whatever. But I love that story. Uh, The story that you can make mistakes, uh, but if you reflect on them, you can go back and um, you can't change what you've done in the past, but you have a chance to change your future like in the ghost of like Christmas future kind of kind of thing. I like that, that thought, that we could um, somehow change the future to be a better one. So look at me, sappy sap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that movie is amazing. I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I actually have not seen it from start to finish in a very long time. I, I have seen it, but it's been a very long time. But the post office that I would go to in Mississippi when I lived there for those five years, always had it playing for the Christmas season. Um, So like starting the day after Thanksgiving, they just had that movie on repeat at the, at the post office. And this is, it sounds weird to think of someone spending this much time at a post office, but I, when I lived there, you would have to go to the post office all the time to like send gifts to family. I had all over the country. So I actually have seen most of this movie standing in line at the post office (laughs) in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Um, So, but it was a, it was you're right. I mean, there's something very, very, very sweet about this movie and about sort of the the life reflection piece. Kelsey, have you seen It's a Wonderful Life?
2: Yes. And that's another one that that sparks a lot of joy for me. And it's it reminds me a lot of cause that's the one where it's like um, when a bell rings an angel gets their wings right okay yes. so yes see
1: I knew yes
2: so and that's um not only just like the the theme of that movie like you were describing I think is beautiful um and wonderful and wholesome but I also I'm sorry my theme is family I guess <laughs> I'm rolling with it um but my my mom and i specifically would watch all of those older movies all the time not just christmas but all of like the the older movies and i loved it um like white christmas as well as one of my one of the really good ones or holiday inn is a really good one yeah so i just that made me think of that too but yes a wonderful life is fantastic and now i have to watch it because it's been a minute so <laughs> thank you for that reminder <laughs> a friendly reminder
0: yeah, me too. And actually, this is one I haven't introduced my kids to yet. Um, and I'm not sure why we haven't, we haven't done it, but I should. Um, I think they'll, I think they're at a stage where they like it. I think when they were younger, maybe it would have been a little slow. Um, but I think now where they're at, they would appreciate it.
1: So. Agreed.
0: Very good. Kelsey, what's number two for you? I mean, I know what yeah. it is. I'm going to withhold <laughs> oh. Judgment.
2: Can we withhold? Okay. So my number two is Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Rain reindeer. Reindeer. Wow. <laughs> what a delivery. Okay. So um, but that is the 1964. So the original, like claymation, uh, Rudolph. And again, watched it with my family. Watch it every Christmas. And there's a lot of one-liner in there, one-liners in there that are probably no longer appropriate. And I acknowledge this and I feel terrible that they're there. Yeah. But they're funny to me now because it's like just so ridiculous. Like one of them that really makes me laugh is when um, Rudolph's dad or whatever goes off and he's like, they're like, can we come with? He's like, no, this is man's work. And then, like, one, like 20 seconds later, the women go. Like, and we're going anyways. It's fine. So, like, that just makes me happy. Um, or the other one is let's be independent together so those are some that every Christmas like my family and I like we drop those all the time just randomly so I totally align with you Ryan like there's certain movies that just they come up they're a thing Um, but no I I just love this movie because I think that it um, just to, over the entire time, you're just like this poor little reindeer with his red nose and he tries to hide it and then all of a sudden he finds friends and then he's appreciated. And to be fair, I'm not a huge fan of the fact that the only reason we appreciate him is because he can do something for us. That's not great. But, but it's such a cute movie. And I love every other part of it. And there's a bunch of spinoffs where he does so much more. Okay, so <laughs> And yes, there's so many spinoffs of Rudolph.
1: Yes, I know.
2: Yes, there's a Do whole collection.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's, it just brings so much joy. And again, one of our family favorites. So like we'll watch it after we make cookies or after we make gingerbread houses or whatever. So it's just that nostalgia and, and love and warm fuzzies that propels that for us or for me.
0: I can appreciate all this. So the, the listeners have probably discovered at this point, I'm not a fan of uh, of, of said movie. <laughs> I will go on record as saying, so I'm not going to get into all the reasons. I'll go on record as saying, I actually actively hate this movie. And I, I removed it from my collection uh, as, as an adult. Um, but that said, I, I, I can appreciate uh, all of the reasons you like it. Like, I I can appreciate the fact that there there are some really funny lines in it. It is very cute. The claymation is adorable. Actually, I think a lot of the songs are are very sweet. Um, I I like, I especially like when when Rudolph is, uh, when, what's the girl reindeer? Is her name Clarice?
2: Yeah, Clarice.
0: So like Hannibal Lecter um, and-
2: uh, (laughs) Only you would make that connection, okay? (laughs) She's cute. She's a little bow. And I now you just made it.
0: Yeah. Oh. No, I think every time I talk about Clarice, I try and say it in Hannibal Lecter's voice. Um, and so, uh, in fact, that's a mashup I would like to see. Listeners, if you have any tech skills, if you want to somehow mash up Clarice and Hannibal Lecter, I would love to see uh, Silence of the Reindeer. Um, but no, anyways, we're cl- we're, when Clarice... Uh, when he, when Rudolph discovers that Clarice likes him and he gets all excited and flies, it is a very, very sweet moment. I can appreciate all of that. My issue with, with the overall messaging, which I decided at one point, I, I didn't want my kids to, to absorb and so decided to, to hide it from them <laughs> when <laughs> they were kids. But I get it. I get all the things you like about it.
2: I get it. Sure? And it's... Oh, sorry. Sorry. One thing. I... That's the thing too, is with all of these, like I said, there's a lot of one-liners in there that are a little bit like, Ooh, (laughs) like it's definitely not aged well. Um, But we, we definitely do a very good job of like, we do let my nieces and nephews watch, but we'll have that conversation. Like we'll pause and be like, just so you know, I know we laugh, but this is why, you know, like this is not appropriate or whatever. So like, it's also nice because we use it as like a family bonding and teaching moment, which is really nice. Yep. Um, but yeah, and you're right. I forgot that line where he's like, "She thinks I'm cute." Yes, that's <laughs> it's,
0: it's really adorable. That's when, and that's when he flies, right? It's yes. a, so there's something sweet about love powering your uh your your ability to fly. Yes. Um,
2: I'm
1: sorry, Georgie, and I totally cut yeah. you off. I
0: where apologize. do you come down on Rudolph, G?
1: No, I, I I I actually love this movie. And didn't Burl Ives write all the music for it? And he plays the snowman, right?
0: Yeah, um, so, I don't know yes. the part about writing, but he definitely is the snowman. Yeah,
1: I think he wrote the, the, the music for it, um, but I'm not sure about that. But I'm a huge fan of that, and uh, I don't. I always, I always loved it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan, but it's still in my collection. So, Kelsey, I'm with, I'm with you, um, yeah. and I do love the part where he goes, "She's so cute," and then he flies. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I actually so I will to, to Kelsey's point about watching it and having those conversations. I I am now at a point with our kids where we can do that, right? Where it's easier to have that, and so I think we're we're now coming around to sort of appreciating it, but in some ways appreciating it ironically, right? They, <laughs> that we're able to right. to talk about some of those things, to make jokes about how uh, about the, how the, the solution at one point is to pull out a creature's teeth, uh, which is uh, not at all disturbing, <laughs> the kind of thing that would that would happen in a torture scene uh, from other movies. But um, anyways, we can have those conversations in a way that that makes me laugh now that I've made the Science of the Lambs connection too, that is also something I can share with my kids
2: you know what though the bumble got his teeth pulled by a professional okay so that's all i'm gonna say hermy is a dentist okay so it was probably fine great but fine i'm just throwing it out there okay
0: (laughs) by a professional i like it yeah that's it we need a t-shirt somehow that says that like the bumble (laughs) had his teeth pulled by a professional I want. <laughs> All right.
1: All right, Ryan, give us your last one.
0: Yeah, so I probably spoiled it. Most people probably know where I'm going with this, but I will say this is my, my absolute 100% favorite holiday movie of any sort. And I have lots of holiday movies that, that I like a lot that aren't Christmas themed. We just watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is a Thanksgiving movie, and wow, do I love it. Um, the, um, but I really love National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And I, um, for all of the same reasons that I love Christmas story, this is the essentially the version of that story that is for adults, right? Which is I'm trying to create the perfect Christmas for you, and things keep getting screwed up, but in the end, it's still wonderful and created a whole bunch of great family memories. And that's the you know again, that's the theme I've had for both of these. Um, I will also, it's also worth noting that. In all of my examples here, including planes, trains, and automobiles, are some of the best rants from a character in cinema history, right? And so the anger researcher in me, I actually watched it this morning. I mean, I didn't watch the movie this morning, but this morning I went and uh, went to YouTube and watched a few of of Clark Griswold's rants from vacation, which are some of my favorite uh, scenes in any movie, um, that they're just... These, these great momentary explosions that happen in front of his kids that I absolutely love. Um, there's also a great one in Planes, Trains and Automobiles. And then also, once again, you're, we're, we're noticing a theme here that people shouldn't read too much into. Um, in A Christmas Story, the dad is also uh, an angry dad who has a lot of sort of basement tirades uh, over the, the furnace um, that, are, that are pretty great. So. So maybe that's what I really like is uh, angry outbursts uh, at the holidays.
1: I, I think that maybe part of it is the, the anger research in, researcher in you. Like the movies that I pick are devoid of negative emotion. Like, ah. And so like yours is a more realistic look at what can be a very stressful holiday. Um, whereas I would be like, sugarcoating it with a, like a white coating of snow that sparkles, like covers up things underneath. Whereas you have chosen movies that I think address that head on. And, and I think that that's a, something about you and I. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I think what, one of the things I love about is is, this is not just true of the holidays. It's true of all big events, right? Vacations, things like that, is that human beings, like our our reactions to things, are not just the sum total of kind of negative and positive experiences. It, we look back at things and we focus on sort of the highlights, right? We focus on uh, the things that that oftentimes went well. I'm mean, not always, but and so you know when when after a vacation, after um, the, a wedding after uh, uh, the holidays, and you look back on it. You know you're not taking in every single moment that went poorly or well. Uh, you're you're just thinking of kind of okay. So where did where did we come down on all of this? And um, and how do how do I feel overall afterwards based on some of these highlight moments? And I like that. I like acknowledging that Christmas brings with it stress. Uh, Anger, anxiety—that—that <laughs> that all of those things happen. Uh, waiting in long lines, that there's uh, there's there's angst there. But through all of it, we oftentimes come out feeling good. Kelsey, Christmas vacation—have you seen it?
2: I don't think I've ever seen it. I what? literally googled it. I know. <laughs> I I've never seen. I was thinking of it as um, a different movie. And oh, that was okay. inaccurate. So I don't think I've ever seen it. However, I have seen the cover multiple times throughout, okay. my, throughout my life. However, I don't think I've ever actually watched it. So now mm-hmm. I guess I have to watch that too.
0: It,
1: yeah, um, you should. It- I, I think that the, the Clark Griswold character is an iconic American dad. Yep. Like in, in a way that we can learn about our culture um, and, and maybe not all positive. <laughs> yeah,
0: and and I would say even especially that is especially true of that particular time period, right? That that in the 80s and 90s, this was sort of what what that that typical dad looked like, you know. And um, I, I would I would completely agree. I. I actually i love all the vacation movies um including the ones that most people don't like like vegas vacation which i think a lot of people don't like very much i even liked um i even liked the uh the most recent one like kind of the remake about the next generation with ed helms and um yeah i thought it was really funny I, yeah I, I thought it was really funny so i'm obviously a sucker for this character. Um, but yeah, I, I think that series is great. I have not introduced my kids to the other movies just yet, but mainly just because we haven't gotten to it. They love Christmas Vacation. Um, we just haven't gotten to the uh, the other ones yet. So.
1: Awesome.
0: Very cool. Well, this has gotten me in the mood to watch some of these movies. And actually, by the time this comes out, people are only going to have about a week to uh to, to watch these so get cracking people um, <laughs> any before we shift to our heartfelt goodbyes to kelsey uh what other throw in some other just like christmas movies or holiday movies that you love real quick give people some we, we don't have to talk about them but just things like that I, I will tell you i've got a new one here i'll kick it off okay 8-bit christmas just came out it's available on HBO Max, it is exactly what I've been talking about. It's a a new movie, it's about a kid in the 80s who is trying to get his first ever Nintendo. Um, When it comes out, it's so good. I really, really loved it. For all the reasons I've been talking about these other things, but it's also, it's it's a very sweet sort of learning moment. Love that one. Um, I mentioned Planes, Trains and Automobiles, Thanksgiving movie that I absolutely uh, love and adore. I always have to mention Curious George uh, because uh, he's my favorite, but Curious George, kids are way too old for that one, but I still make us watch it.
1: Yeah, I, um, I, I, I guess the Grinch, we didn't even oh, yeah. mention the Grinch, Like, not the one with Jim Carrey, because <laughs> that one is not my favorite, but I do, I do love me a classic Grinch, and once again, the dog and the human, like, bond, it <laughs> just speaks to me. And that yeah. little Cindy Lou who she gets me every time. She's so damn cute. <laughs> I, yes.
0: I heard a quote the other day where someone said, the Grinch didn't hate Christmas. He hated people. And that's fair. And uh, yeah. so I, <laughs> which I have, which I kind of cling to. But
2: yeah, do you have any no. others, Kelsey, that you love? Yeah. And I, so I agree. I love the original Grinch and I actually, cause we're talking about like the animated, like OG Grinch. Okay. So I also, my parents had this tendency to find these movies that had like big words and they teach us what these words meant. So the old Grinch uses the word euphemism when he has to use the outhouse. So I learned that at a very young age, what that meant, Um, which makes me smile. But I would also recommend the Santa Claus movies. I love those. Yes, I think those are fantastic. Um, And now I'm blanking. There's so oh, well, other Rudolph movies. Sorry, I have to say it. Um, The uh, Heat Miser and Mr. Freeze. Yes, that's the other one that I really like too. But there you go, you got a whole trilogy yeah. of Santa Claus. <laughs> you nice. multiple oh, yeah. I have multiple reindeer movies. I've done my piece. Yes. <laughs> Kelsey
0: has set you up for the holidays. <laughs> um, outstanding. Um, okay, let's uh let's draw this episode to a close. Kelsey, I can't thank you enough for all the work you've done over the last year. It has been a joy to work with you. Um thank you for everything, and I'm so glad that you are on this last episode, even if you were talking about Rudolph, Um, it was, (laughs) it was, it was uh, really, really great. So thank you.
1: Yes. And I think that we, um, Ryan and I have both learned so much about like social media uh, from you and the the high quality content that you've been putting out for the year, but also really great just to have you uh, on the episodes and asking great questions and getting really excited. the Phineas Gage episode was my favorite because you made the most amazing graphic for that. And you were so excited about that content and it made me really excited. And so I have enjoyed uh, seeing the the episodes and the guests through your eyes has been um, just a joy. So thank you.
2: Oh, (laughs) I just...
1: (laughs) Oh, I don't like it. Just, <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> goodbye. Thank you. I, just, <laughs> yep.
2: I appreciate you both like it's so 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 much, and I don't mean to say I don't like you guys and everything you just said. I love it. I'm thank. I'm very thankful, very appreciative. It just the fact that it's coming to an end is breaking my heart. And uh, you're right. I know internships end, and, and it's, <laughs> it's it's life. It's you know. <laughs> But I just, I can't thank you both enough for having this experience, being a part of this, being behind the scenes. And you're right, G, like I, I learned so much about random things and something that I hadn't realized really either. And it sounds silly, but it seems obvious, but like the fact that there's psychology in every aspect of our life the fact that different disciplines can comment on different areas of psychology in our life, that there's different contributions. It just is amazing to me. And I love it. And I've just learned that so, so much. And yes, I've loved everything, everything about this. I'm very sad. I don't get to see your beautiful, wonderful faces regularly (laughs) anymore, but I, I am sure we will stay in touch in some way, shape or form. Um, And I wish the next person, the next intern, the best of luck.
1: Um, Yeah. This yeah. Otherwise, cool. we're gonna have to learn how to take our our pictures. That, that's <laughs> the hardest part of the whole episode is the still photograph
0: that we yeah. have. Good day. True. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for everything, Kelsey. And uh, you can see her work firsthand by checking out Psych and Stuff on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's at Psych and Stuff. Good place to ask questions, request topics for episodes, contribute to new segments, uh, things like that. You can also follow me on all the places at Anger Professor and G. Your handle is
1: G E O R J E A N N A W D.
0: Perfect, and she is on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah, so thank you all very much for listening. We will be back in January with uh, new episodes. Uh, we I know we have topics mapped out. I do do not remember what they are right now, but we've got all <laughs> sorts of great stuff coming up. Um, So I'm excited. uh, I'm excited to be back in in a little bit after the holidays. Psychology and Stuff is a production of Phoenix Studios at the University of Wisconsin-Green Bay. The executive producer is Ryan Martin, and the production manager is Kate Farley. Our audio production coordinator is Bill Sallet. Our graphic designer is Kimberly Weiss, and our intern is Kelsey Englehart. If you haven't already, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also head over to our website, uwgb.edu slash podcast to check out past episodes of this and all our shows. I'm your host, Ryan Martin, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Regina Wilson-Bengis. Keep being amazing.